Welcome back to Shine Time with Dave Shine. I am so excited to have this show right now. This is something that's been a long time coming, and I'm excited that it's actually happening right now, guys. Uh, I haven't did a show in a couple, uh, maybe a week or so, so I'm just excited to be back on the podcast and have the audience here listening to it. So it's really going to be exciting, guys. I do have a special guest today, a good friend of mine that we actually met on uh, on um, social media, Instagram, and um, just a really great guy, and I'm really excited to have him here today. Uh, he, I believe that his message is powerful, and he's going to, give us a lot of value and things. This is your first time tuning into this podcast, so I just want to give you a rundown of what this podcast really is about. Overall, it's about positive vibes and really just another positive message. And we like to talk th- talk about things such as like uh, spirituality, self-mastery, self-awareness, mindset, and just, you know, self-reliance because um, I truly believe if you can change the image that you have of yourself and your perception of the world, then your world will start to change at a rapid pace. So, I'm really excited. And my guest, um, this is a lot of the work that he does as well, Anthony Chavon, and he's a mindset and manifestation coach. Um, and he's a video creator as well. And so all of his content is around kind of the same thing of like the law of attraction, just knowing your self-worth and self uh, and self-value and things like that. So uh, without further ado, I want to introduce Anthony. And Anthony, if you can just give us a high level, just let us know what you got going on these days, what has you inspired and things like that. Absolutely. First off, thank you, Dave, for this opportunity to come on the podcast. And hello, everyone. Hello to the viewers. I hope you're doing well. Yeah, so how did I get into this space? So it all started with my own journey of self-improvement and self-development. And generally, there are three different areas of life that people want to improve in or have success in. And that is number one, wealth, health, and also their relationships. And I started off as a man going through my self-improvement journey. But then eventually I started to realize that the biggest block was myself. And when I started to change my self-image and my limiting beliefs, that's when I realized I can create the life that I want. And on surface value, I didn't believe that. But as I started to change my self-image, my world started to reflect back to me instantaneously. And that's when I knew something was up here. And that's when I started dedicating my life to the study of the law of attraction, manifestation, and helping other people do the same. So that's how I got into this space. That is, that is, that's right on right there. That's right on right there. So one of the things we're going to just jump right into it, because I know you got a lot of stuff to talk about. And I I just know it's some valuable stuff that people like to hear. Uh, One of the things you just said is uh, that you figured out that you were the block. And I know you work with clients and things like that. Um, but that's a big point of awareness to know that like life is not happening to you and you are the one that's creating this life. So how did you, when did you first come up against that? You were the one that was actually blocking you and how did you get that awareness? Yes. So first off, I was hit with a ton of resistance in my external world around me, no matter what strategies I tried, no matter what tactics, no matter how hard I worked, there was a fundamental block and a fundamental voice saying, this isn't the path. <laughs> and yep. when I started listening to that, I started to go deeper within. And that's when I, of course, became a meditation fanatic and started really practicing mindfulness. And the biggest thing that came from that was that I realized that I could feel myself throughout the day shifting in alignment and out of alignment with who I wanted to be. And it was very, it was very simple. As my thoughts would change, so would my external environment. For example, the way people interacted with me, just the day in general. 
even sometimes the weather. So these crazy things that I at first never thought were connected to my internal state are now starting to be directly being able to change from me first changing my internal state. And so I first became aware of that through grinding towards goals, which is how most people achieve today is through action. You know, you've got to grind, grind, grind. If you're not grinding hard enough, you're not going to achieve your goals. <laughs> but now I look back yeah. at that and I realize that if you can cultivate your internal state to such a high level and simply raise your frequency to match that of which you want to achieve, then it's going to happen. And the irony is that when you are raising yourself to that level, you don't need to grind because you already have it. You already feel that you have it and it's just coming to you. So that's how I got to that position. Yes, um, I get really excited, man, because when I hear stuff that resonates with my soul, I'm like, dude, that's what I'm talking about. I'm glad that, you know, I'm glad just at that point of awareness. And it's always really exciting to just come in contact and communicate with people with this idea that's like, man, we are creating everything. Um, One thing you said, though, and this is really important to me, and this is um, this is something that that I realize as well is like every day, like every now moment, you can feel your alignment and you're not alignment. And that's like really big. So can you expound upon that, that feeling of alignment? Yes, absolutely. So when we start having a, a better picture or conceptualization of who we want to be, we generally go out into the world with a new belief of who we are and who we want to be. And we do start seeing some results. You know, it could be anything from a smile from someone or just a good conversation or just you can just feel it within yourself. And when you start getting that confirmation from other people, what happens is that some people can start getting attached to that. And of course we do. As soon as we start seeing success of who we want to become and the external environment reflecting that back, we can get attached to identity. So what I mean by you being flipping from alignment to not being aligned is the fact that you have to be okay with not being aligned sometimes too. And that in itself is a characteristic of being in alignment (laughs) because your aligned self is not going to be thinking, Am I alignment today or am I not alignment today? You know, he's just going to be free. So that in itself is a huge thing to realize because a lot of people in the spiritual journey and the mindset journey can start getting attached to the self-image that they're portraying. But you have to realize that the self-image that you truly want to achieve is not necessarily going to be attached to his self-image. He's just going to be. Hmm. So, so it sounds like what you're saying is like us being here right now and just having this pure awareness, that's where a lot of, um, like a lot of appreciation comes from. Yes, absolutely. And the biggest thing is that when people start getting attached to even a self image, they start to resist it. And what you resist will actually, it will, it will persist. The issue will persist. If you're struggling to maintain your identity or maintain a new self-image and a new mindset, a new way of thinking, then resisting that by being so focused on, I have to be aligned, I have to be aligned, that over time, that issue will stay there. But only when you say, it's okay, (laughs) that's when you allow yourself to, to align yourself much easier. And that can manifest in all different ways, your health, your relationships, your business, scaling up as an entrepreneur in your business all kinds of things, everything. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. So this is kind of paradoxical right here. And I want you to just, just expound on this a little bit more because so I've heard you talk about like, so for us to really change our lives and to change these outer uh, appearances and our outer reality, we have to do a change in our, 
the concept of ourself or the being belief that we have of ourself or really just shifting your story that you're telling yourself. But then you then again, you say, don't get attached to that self image. So how do you define that and how you differentiate between you changing the concept of yourself and the being that you are, but not getting attached to what you want to or desire to be? Yes, great question. And so basically, in, in short, the attachment comes from your old self. Mm. And so if any time you feel attachment, you're really not in living or living as your highest self. And so when people are walking around saying, I'm trying to be my highest self, well, there's mm. no try. There's only a be. So the attachment <laughs> always comes from a discrepancy and distance between your higher self and who you are right now. But in saying that, in order for you to free up energy to invest in your self-image of who you want to be, there has to be a level of acceptance of where you are now. Because if you continually resist who you are now, that energy is going to be stuck and it's not going to be able to flow into the person you want to be. And it's going to be very hard and very frustrating. You're going to have moments of going into that higher self and then coming straight back into the older self. And specifically, what determines whether you shift into that higher self or not and that new life experience, that new reality, is more so how you deal with the unwanted reality, not necessarily mm. about how committed you are to the desired reality. Because as soon as you decide to shift your identity and shift who you are and set a goal, whatever it is for yourself, life will test you. And that's basically the next stage of manifestation. Life is testing to see if you're the person that truly attracts that experience. So the only resistance that comes is you thinking from the old self and comparing yourself to the new self. Sure, you should be conscious and aware of stepping into the new self, but remember, your old self is the only thing that's going to create resistance there because the new self, if you were truly that and you were just being that, there'd be no resistance. There'd be fully, fully acceptance there. Wow, that is so wonderfully said. That's absolutely beautiful. So, um, so this is really cool right here. So it's really like, like the shifting of the identity and changing who you are. So it's like, so how do you help your clients? Because this is something you have to deliberately do on a daily basis and really a now moment to, to just feel that you kind of shifted from that old, um, that old paradigm of thinking in the old self. So I know it's a, I know it's a process because this is, it is a process. We've been trained to think this type of way, but now we're transitioning and transcending but so how do you take your clients through this process of them on their everyday to day life being the person that they desire to be? Great question. Absolutely. So the first thing is to get clarity on what you want. Now, clarity is everything. The more specific you are with exactly what you want to experience, the better. Because the reality around you and your life is going to reflect back to you the relationship that you have with it. And if you don't have a clear intention or clear clearness on your goal or what you want to experience, your life will reflect that back to you of that unsureness or that uncleanness. And so that's the first step is just getting clarity on what you want. And the second step is getting clarity on who you need to be in order to achieve it or who do you need to be in order to attract it. And that's when you can start to systematically design the character, mm. you know, even writing this down, thoughts. What are his beliefs or her beliefs? How does he or she act? What is their posture like? What experiences have they had? What achievements have they had? And you start 
designing the character as the person that you can consciously now step into every day. And from that, you're going to have a new set of beliefs. You have thoughts, which go to beliefs, which then create your reality. But before thoughts is your being and your self-image. So if you can change your self-image first and get clear on that self-image and start living that every day, then your life's going to instantly change. And that's literally going to happen. <laughs> it's that fast. And the next stage then is coordinating through your life. So by coordination, I mean when events come up in your life that are testing the new character or the new being, you have to have a way of, of responding consciously to that. And for example, the positive experiences that come up, you say, yes, life serves me. Life is happening for me. It reaffirms my beliefs. But if events that aren't right for you or aren't wanting that you don't want to experience are coming up, then you see it as, okay, how is this event working for me? A lot of people will say, why is this happening to me? The difference there is the victim mindset to a thriving mindset. And that distinction in itself of coordinating through life by asking that one question, is this working for me? That will solidify your identity. So that's number three. And number four is that as you start getting this feedback from the reality around you, it's going to reprogram your subconscious mind that you are that person. So at first, it takes a lot of energy to consciously put your effort into the character and coordinating. But as time goes around, and as you start getting success confirmed back to you of the new identity, new experiences, you start seeing yourself differently. You start reaffirming your beliefs through all your actions. You start getting the results that you want. You now literally have shifted on a subconscious level as well. <laughs> and that, in essence, is the key to creating your dream life is through shifting your identity and shifting your being. And... Also, when you coordinate through life like that, I'd say the last step is also having the ability to let go. Now, this step can usually come the first or second step because a lot of people are conditioned today. They're conditioned to think working a nine to five and going up the ranks is the way to live, is, is the way to, to live a pros prosperous life, is to work for other people and you know, work up the ladder. And which is fine. If that's what you love to do, that's absolutely fine. But for most people, deep down, they know that's not what they want. And with conditioning, there needs to be some rewiring there. There needs to be some shifting and upgrading of beliefs so that yourself can truly be receptive to these new things that you're undertaking. Mm -hmm. If you have limiting beliefs holding you back in your conditioning, it's going to be very hard to step into the person you want to be. And those limiting beliefs will always sneak up onto you. And it's only when you shift those limiting beliefs and release them, that's when your new self comes about a lot faster. And it's so freeing. You know, I've seen people literally shift within moments of lifting <clears throat> those limiting beliefs and putting that energy into who they want to become. And that's how it's done. Yes, that's so beautifully said. Um, that's wonderful. So I do have this. So... <clears throat> So it seems like you even take these people to a place of where they're not really 
too hung upon the the physical manifestation because I do see a lot of people like so it's like we we want to be this certain thing but if we don't see this mental physical manifestation it's like we can't be that all the time so I know that's like that's the importance of you don't have to see the the physical manifestation right now. You can actually be that and feel what it's going to feel like. And, and that's going to bring that about. Yes, absolutely. But also the mindset of saying, I don't know if I can experience this now or inconsistently or consistently, that's coming from the old self. Mm. That question is coming from someone who doesn't have it already. And so you'll find that when people start stepping into alignment and experiencing what they want their attachment to the manifestation decreases a lot because they're just experiencing it and on the other hand you do have some people who do start getting results and then start start focusing on the results of like wow this is amazing this is happening i've you know increased my business success i've scaled up my business i have a new relationship and they start focusing on the result but that's okay but the only thing is that Everything we have comes from our vision of what we want or our desire and our imagination. And it's when you start focusing on the results of the physical that are there, that's when you start to actually become less in tune with your vision. So the vision actually stops or slows down. So the key there is to be able to always stay in alignment with your vision, which allows you to stay connected with it and always take action from that. Mm. And it's only that when some results in the external reality come up, you know, you get excited, you know, of course you would. And, but the thing is that the key is to always stay in alignment with that vision. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, another thing, this is a little segue, but so I've heard you, I mean, and this is, this is, this goes around a lot, but, and it's a, it's a truth, but <clears throat> what is, excuse me, what does it mean to look within? Great question. To look within. So to look already hints at the idea that there's an observer. Mm-hmm. So in essence, by looking within, you're really at the same time of, of observing yourself, you're actually being your higher self. Wow. And so when people say look within, it's almost like the question should be who's looking within. <laughs> <laughs> That's tricky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and the answer is, it's your awareness. Yeah. Because the one thing that, for example, let's say you're living your unmanifested reality or the reality that you, you don't want to achieve and, you know, you live in that life, you're struggling. And now compare yourself to the person who's manifested what he or she wants in that reality. The one thing that doesn't change is your awareness. That's the one consistent thing. And so is the present moment. And so what it means to look within is to observe who you think you are, but also to identify who you really are, your awareness. Yes. Wow. That's so cool right there. That, that, and that's, I feel like that is the defining factor right there because once you just become aware that you are aware like that's power right there because i feel like that 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 allows you to take a have a sense of detachment like you okay you're not your thoughts you're not all the things that you have but you're just this pure awareness behind it being the the observer and i, I love that it's amazing 
Mm, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, what are some what are some little bitty tips that you can give people for like you know speeding up their vibration so that they can be on the frequency of the things that they desire? I know I know it can't be one simple thing. I know that, but if you can give just like a high level, what are some things that you can give? You know, just something slight. <laughs> absolutely. So, first off, just realizing that the language of the universe is love, joy, pleasure, happiness all these high frequency vibes. Mm -hmm. Now, anything that you want to achieve in life is most likely a high frequency. And in order to shift that, all I want you to do is focus on feeling good. I want you to write a list or routine that you love to do, things that you love to do. And I want you to do those things every day. Now, initially, you might be dealt with some resistance of, I don't have enough time, I don't have... I can't make time for this or things like that. But seriously question what it is that you want because time becomes irrelevant when you start shifting your energy by doing the things that you love because the action that you do take is not bound by time. It's more so the efficiency of it, but also it's about the quality and you just aligning yourself to it. So in short, doing the things that you love to do will raise your vibration and you'll be in a much higher place to manifest anything that you want. And also have a clear intention with what you want. Those two things together, you'll be on your way. Yep, that's right. That's right. So another thing is, um, so how have you dealt with clients? Who are like, so, so it seems like maybe some of the clients, this is my perspective, some of the clients, like, you know, they have some of their life put together. You know, they're going in the right direction. But what about those, those few people that don't even understand the self-worth? And don't know that don't know that they're worthy enough to even change the concept to something that seems so far off. So just dealing with the self worth thing just in the beginning of it. Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, generally, the people that I work with do have some level of self worth, or some conceptualization of that. But if they don't, the problem that they have is usually very painful. And anytime someone has a painful problem, it makes them open. So usually they can learn the concept of self-image pretty quickly. And mm. usually this is done by just asking basic questions, you know, so really questions that are just getting them to think about themselves in a different way. You know, have you always thought like this? You know, do you think you're going to get a better result thinking the same way? So you almost want to meet them at their consciousness or at their awareness level. And that's when they can become more receptive. Because if I was to go into full consciousness and crazy terminology with these <laughs> people, they're not going to understand and they're just going to switch off. So the key is to meet them at their awareness level and at their consciousness level. And for most people, the word self-image, most people understand that. So that's where I go from there. Okay. That is wonderful. That's amazing right there. All right, man. So we're actually heading to the end of this podcast. But I do have... um. Just a couple more questions because so I know it's early morning for you still. So, guys, I don't know if you know, but he's all the way in Australia and I'm here in Houston, Texas. It's about a 12 hour time zone difference. So it's like 4 p.m. here, 6, 7 a.m. his time. But um, since it is early morning, I want you to talk about how important it is for those morning routines and some things that you do to get you, you know, get your mind right in the morning. Yeah, great question. So morning routines. Like what I said before, I think. An easy way to raise your vibration is to simply do the things that you love to do in the morning. Now, for some, that might be something rigid like a morning routine. <laughs> mm, okay, <laughs> for, nice. 
yeah, but for others, it might be just simply waking up and just doing the first thing that comes to mind. So there's some fluidity here. Some people are rigid. Some people want some fluidity. But the basic thing underlining these both things is your awareness and your consciousness. So if you're waking up in the morning and just going about your day, obviously that's going to bring the same result. But if you wake up in your day and you say, okay, what do I truly want to do right now? What's going to make me feel great? And not what's going to make me feel great to get X result. What's going to make me feel great right now? You will come up with the answers for yourself. Um, so if you ask yourself that question, you'll know what to do. And also, I can also share some things that I, I've thought for myself that have really helped and something I love to do. So one thing is I love to get out in nature, into the sun. It's also going to help with your hormone levels and your circadian rhythm, your sleep. But also just getting out in nature, grounding yourself. That's one of the easiest ways to shift your awareness into you know, your thoughts, but also observing them, of course. And the next thing would also be meditation. Also visualization. So when you wake up first thing in the morning, your subconscious mind is like a sponge and your subconscious is the 95% that controls you of your mind. And so when you wake up in the morning, you can say your affirmations or do your visualizations and that's going to reprogram your subconscious mind so that you can have 95% of your mind helping you achieve your goals or your dreams and achievements. And over time, you'll notice that you'll know what to do. You know the action steps to take. So in essence, number one, do what you want to do in the morning. <laughs> Set the intention that this morning routine is serving me. It's going yeah. to raise my vibration of love, joy, pleasure, and happiness. Get out in nature if you love to do that. Meditation, visualization. Those things will, will, train, will change your life. That is amazing. That is amazing. I love I love that you say it's fluid because sometimes we think like, oh, this is what the millionaire habits have. So I should do what they have to get what they have. But it's like it's so individual that you have to feel what feels good to you. That's the most important thing. Absolutely. And just wanted to add there that the morning routines, it's all about the place in which you're doing them from. If you're doing mm. it from a fundamental state of lack, as in I've got to wake up tomorrow. I've got to do my 5 a.m. run. I've got to meditate, visualize. I've got to, you know, drink this super food <laughs> shake and, you know, get this going. I mean, that's all great. But the thing is, the person that's coming from is not in alignment with love, joy, and happiness. That's from a place of, of lack. Yeah. And so you can do, it's better to do one thing or even do nothing if you feel and you wake up happy and aligned. So it's more so about just raising the vibration of, of you. And doing something simple that makes you feel good. And yes, the millionaire routines are out there, but the millionaires got to those routines from a place of fulfillment. They didn't mm -hmm. do it from a place of scarcity. And that's why they're a millionaire. Well, that's big right there. There is a that is a big defining line for sure though. And that's something that you can totally be aware of. And I think that's that's very helpful. Very helpful. Well, man, Anthony, I know we could actually talk a lot longer about this information. I'll have to get you back on the, sh the show again. But, I, dude, I actually, I absolutely love this. It was a pleasure having you on here with all this knowledge. I really took so many notes over here. It's so funny. I'm like, I wish I could write faster so I can get some of this stuff <laughs> down. So we'll definitely have to be connecting again. But, um, Anthony, if you just uh, – there's a couple more things. If you can leave um, the audience with um, where they can find you at and then just one more thing you want to say just to leave us off. 
Yeah, so I'll just start off where you can find me. So my YouTube channel is Driven by Vision. My Instagram is Anthony Chauvin, so C-H-O-V-A-N. And my last parting message is that if you're listening to this podcast, you're here for a reason. You're meant to be here. Dave's message is amazing and he's spreading love, joy, happiness through his podcast. And the fact that you're here listening to it means that you're on path. So I just want you to accept that, that you are on path and realize that the things that we've talked to today will help you drastically, but also know that you are on path. And when you have clarity with what you want and you live in alignment with that every day, your world will reflect that back to you. You change the internal, as Dave says, the external will reflect that. And with that being said, I hope you all have an amazing day and I wish you the best with everything. Absolutely wonderful. Guys, that is a words of wisdom from Anthony Tavon. Um, I'm going to put all his uh, his social media links and things like that on the description of this pos- podcast so it'll be easy to find him. But Anthony, again, a uh, pleasure. I have so much appreciation appreciation for you and we will definitely be talking soon, my friend. Absolutely, Dave. Thank you so much for the opportunity. It's It's been a real pleasure. Thank you. Yes, and to all, y'all have a, a great, fantastic day. A lot of love and be easy. Peace.